What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Tonight, it's October 10th, Monday night. Uh, we got Monday Night Football kicking off in just about an hour or so. We're going to go over the Week 6 Waiver Wire Report. We have a lot of things to look into, a lot of uh, a lot of injuries propped up this weekend here, and a couple long-term ones that we'll have to look at. So let's hop right into it. I did put the link in the description if you want to check out the Waiver Wire Report. And again, since it's Monday night, I'm trying to record these so that you guys can get access to these and watch this on Tuesday. Check out the, the content, uh, and then I'll be updating this throughout the day tomorrow. So I'll have more information on this page. Uh, but for now, we're going to go over it, and let's look at the injuries to monitor. There's a ton of them. Baker Mayfield uh, with a high ankle sprain. <clears throat> Interesting note today, the Panthers fired head coach Matt Rule. A lot of questions with this Panthers offense, but Baker Mayfield, now that he's got a high ankle sprain, likely out one to two weeks, we're probably going to see uh, the long-term backup there. P.J. Walker get the start uh, this week, and maybe next week. Also, Sam Darnold lingers. We might see him at some point this season, too. Tons of questions with, with the Panthers. We should not be relying on any Panthers quarterback, though, at the moment. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, he was concussed. Not sure if we're going to see him on Sunday week six here. We'll have to wait and see. Otherwise, they could be starting seventh-round rookie Skylar Thompson. You got Russell Wilson. Had some bad uh, bad news on the shoulder, but he's going to be probable. It sounds like he's going to play through it. Mac Jones still nursing that high ankle sprain. He's going to be listed as questionable for week six here. Now, here is the biggest news <clears throat> probably of the week here. Rashad Penny. Fractured tibia, probably a season-ending injury. I'm seeing four months, so I'm going to say he's his season is over for the most part here. So Kenneth Walker, we'll get to him when we get to the running backs, but Rashad Penny, probably his season is over. Uh, Patriots running back Damian Harris suffered a hamstring. He's probably out at least one to two games. Um, we're waiting more information for running back James Conner. <clears throat> he left the game with a rib injury. And also his one of his backups, Daryl Williams, questionable with a knee injury. So that's going to leave, you know, Benjamin. We'll get to him in a little bit. Saquon Barkley hurt his shoulder. He got kind of tackled and landed awkwardly on his shoulder. He came back into the game, but we'll list him as probable for this week. Uh, and then you got Naheem Hines. I think <clears throat> he frustrated a lot of people if they started him on Thursday Night Football. He was out, you know, in the middle of the first drive. So a uh, tough game for Naheem Hines. He'll be questionable with a concussion. Um, a lot of concussions this week. Uh, speaking of concussions, Chris Olave <clears throat> was knocked out of the game. He did not return concussion. He'll be questionable for week six. T Higgins, he frustrated a lot of people and even me because uh, I got the big old zero from T Higgins in a couple of leagues. But he was he hurt his ankle last Thursday night on week four, was limited in practice all week. Uh, he was activated. He was going to be thought we were going to be playing, but he played about eight snaps in the first two drives and then couldn't really go after that. So he's going to be listed as questionable going into week six. You have Tyree Kill, <clears throat> who was seen in a walking boot leaving the game. So questionable uh, with a foot injury. We'll see if he can play. Christian Watson left the game with a hamstring injury. Probably not going to play next week. Keenan Allen, <clears throat> haven't seen him for a long time. I think he's been out for four games. He's going to be questionable as a hamstring. He's probably more doubtful, so we'll see about that. Michael Thomas probably going to play week six. Isaiah McKenzie, questionable with the concussion. He sat week five, but probably going to play week six. Rashad Bateman, not really sure how, how much news there is on this, but he's got a mid-foot sprain. He's going to be listed as doubtful for week six, uh, so we'll talk about his replacement. And then Dalton Schultz, he left the game with a knee injury, did not return. Pat Frymuth, concussion. Um, going to be, he's had some concussion pro, uh, problems in his first two years in the league, so he might be out uh, one or two games. Logan Thomas didn't play with a calf injury. We'll see about him week six. Uh, and then Dawson Knox, he missed his first game. Questionable with a foot injury. I think he's got an ankle injury as well. So uh, we'll see about Dawson Knox. But 
injuries <clears throat> all over the place here. So we'll monitor this. I might have to add some more. So again, check the check the link in the description. Go ac go get uh, access to this report. I'll be updating it throughout the day on Tuesday. Now let's get into the quarterbacks. <clears throat> I have a list here of quarterbacks that should be rostered. So uh, the majority of these guys are all probably over 80% rostered in ESPN. Guys at the bottom of the list, Dak Prescott, Tua, Kirk Cousins, uh, just make sure they're not, uh, you know, floating around your waiver wire. They should be picked up if they are available. And then um, <clears throat> if you're streaming quarterbacks this week, the ones I like the most, Geno Smith, he's been balling. Uh, a home game against Arizona, that's a, you know, an easy defense for him. I think Geno Smith could be a, a top 10, top 12 QB this week. Justin Fields at home Thursday Night Football going up against the Commanders. I kind of don't mind that one at all. And then I do like Jimmy Garoppolo down here at Atlanta, but uh, I'll just kind of go over some of the other ones. Trevor Lawrence had a nice game against the Colts. Back in week two, Carson Wentz against Chicago. It could be nice. He's, he's been throwing the ball a ton, getting a lot of passing attempts. He's just been kind of off uh, lately with that. Uh, the, it's been the offensive line not giving him a lot of time, but it's also part Carson Wentz's fault as well. We'll see if Jameis Winston plays. Marcus Mariota, Marcus Mariota against San Francisco, not interested. We'll see if Teddy Bridgewater can go against Minnesota. Ryan Tannehill on by. Matt Ryan against Jacksonville, super flex league, I suppose. But really none of these guys are, are QB1 streamers this week. Daniel Jones maybe against Paul. Baltimore. Again, we like Jimmy G, probably not going to go with Pickett. Maybe Mac Jones against Cleveland if he's cleared to go. Again, Baker Mayfield listed as doubtful. Maybe Jacoby Brissett. I mean, he the former Patriot at home against the Patriots. We could be interested there. Andy Dalton revenge game against his former team. He might get the start over Winston. Davis Mills on by. And then if you do play in Superflex leagues, this list is starting to grow. So uh, if you guys have an empty you know spot on the end of your bench, uh, I highly recommend maybe stashing some of these guys, some more than others. Again, if Deshaun Watson's out there, he needs to be rostered. Even in like, you know, 12-team leagues, if Watson's out there, we're, we're roughly halfway to the point where he's going to come back. He's coming back. At, he's got the 11-game suspension. I think they have a bye week 12. So week 13 is when we're expecting Watson back. Uh, Trubisky, Flacco, whatever. Uh, but Malik Willis, we might see him at some point. I know the Titans have kind of turned things around. Uh, I think they're three and two at the moment. Bailey Zappi's look good uh, in his game and a half or so. And then Desmond Ritter, we might see Desmond Ritter at some point soon. Falcons, Mariota just struggling uh, as a whole. So he's probably one of the better stashes on this list. Drew Locke, again, Gino's been playing really well, so I don't know if we're going to see him. Uh, but the other one that I like is Sam Darnold. So Ritter, Darnold, we're going to probably see these guys sooner than later. If Carson Wentz keeps, keeps losing, they might have to see what they got in Sam Howell, Skylar Thompson, and then P.J. Walker. So it's kind of ugly, but those are the stashes in Superflex. Let's move on to probably the most important position for the waiver wire, the running backs. Again, I use ESPN. Uh, that's the parentheses number that's filtered by percent rostered. So guys at the top of the list, more likely to be owned. Guys at the bottom of the list should be available. Uh, so we'll start with Naheem Hines at the top of the list, almost 69% rostered. In PPR leagues, he needs to be rostered in, in deeper leagues. Uh, but Raheem Mostert, I should add some more stars to him because he <clears throat> he basically took over the backfield. Uh, and it's been happening the last few weeks. But on Sunday, week five, he gets the touchdown run. Actually had a touchdown reception call back, I believe. So it could have been an even bigger day, but at 68.3%, he's likely owned in your more savvy, deeper leagues. Uh, but just double check your waiver wires. He's a really strong pickup. Uh, I think Kenneth Walker, probably the pickup of the week. Now, I know he's almost 50% rostered. If you play in more competitive, deeper leagues, he was probably drafted and held on to. But if anyone, you know, was impatient and decided to drop him, he is probably the number one waiver wire pickup for week six. He's going to be on, you know, any pick any website that you can think of. They're going to talk up Kenneth Walker. So now that Rashad Penny's out for the year, he is going to be the lead back 
He looked really good the other day. Uh, and then Brian Robinson here. I know he didn't have a smash game uh, against the Titans, but he did lead the team in carries, and uh, he's going to be in the mix. So he could be their goal linebacker, could start seeing him uh, creep up into the RB2 status. J.D. McKissick remains useful in PPR leagues. James Cook kind of became the number two back. Uh, it's a blowout win against the Steelers, but uh, he gets his first career touchdown. He looked pretty good doing so, and I think it's – Kind of clear to me now that he's slightly ahead of Zach Moss in the pecking order of things. Uh, you can go ahead and add Mike Boone if you wanted just someone on the end of your bench. If Melvin Gordon gets hurt, we can talk more about Mike Boone. Uh, but actually, I thought Mike Boone looked better than Melvin Gordon the other night. I know, I know Gordon had some big plays, but so did Mike Boone. Uh, and then if you can't get Kenneth Walker <clears throat> or Brian Robinson, uh, it's time to pick up Rashad White. He is forcing a, a little bit of a split with Leonard Fournette. He's increased his workload the last two weeks, and he's trending upwards uh, looking like a really nice high floor kind of PPR guy where you can get, you know, maybe he's kind of like a poor man's J.D. McKissick, but he's probably a better runner and he's going to get more featured in the running game. Um, again, as I record this, it's before the Monday night football game. Uh, I just want to say if Isaiah Pacheco pops off, it's not going to surprise me against the Raiders. He's a guy here that you want to stash on your bench uh, because it, if anything happens to Clyde, this is looking like a smash RB2 play. Uh, start for fantasy, and uh, he can slowly keep eating into the workload of Clyde Edwards-Alaire if he starts to falter. I've been on Latavius Murray. I think uh, we're going to see the Broncos on Monday Night Football this uh, week six, so we could see kind of a three-way committee between Boone, Gordon, and Latavius Murray, who I think they're going to start to work in short yardage situations and maybe the goal line package. Dontrell Hilliard remains kind of a wild PPR play. Uh, and then Eno Benjamin. We've So in, in the pecking order of things, I mean, obviously Kenneth Walker would be the guy if you can get him. Otherwise, I do like Rashad White. And then if you can't get those two, it's Eno Benjamin with the James Conner rib injury. I mean, this connor has been injury prone labeled throughout his entire career. He's already been nicked up a couple times this year. Eno Benjamin looked really good against the Eagles, and that's been a tough defense to run against. So I like Eno Benjamin. He might have some standalone value, even if Connor's healthy. Uh, but Eno Benjamin in line to start week six. And then we just got some bottom of the barrel guys here. Gus Edwards is going to be coming back soon. Jalen Warren continues to look good. If anything happens to Najee, Jalen Warren could be an interesting player. I'm expecting Damian Williams to be coming back into the Atlanta backfield in a week or two. Uh, Deion Jackson, just uh, he might be you know the number two back if Naheem Hines can't go this week. And then Josh Kelly, he kind of took over the number two role for Austin Eckler. He had 10 carries. He got a rushing touchdown, uh, some quality receiving stats as well. Uh, having his best... Uh, you know, looking season as a pro here. So I like Kelly as a stash, especially if you got Austin Eckler and you have the open bench space, it's, it's good to just kind of hedge your bets with guys like that. So those are the running backs. We'll move on to the wide receiver position. <clears throat> Not the best wide receiver uh, waiver wire this week, but there are a handful of guys starting at the top of the list. Again, these guys are all probably likely owned, but if you can get Romeo Dobbs and if you can get Jacoby Myers, like these two are must have, especially in PPR leagues for Jacoby Myers. Um, if T Higgins can't go, I'm going to like Tyler Boyd a little bit more. We'll see what Marquez Valdez Scantling does tonight. I think he could have a nice game. Michael Gallup probably deserves to be owned. I think he had a nice game. Uh, I think he went four for 43, just working his way back into the offense. Dak Prescott coming back soon. That might be the last chance to get Michael Gallup. Uh, and then it's George Pickens, man. If, if he was not picked up in the last week or two, this is the last chance to do it because it's, it's very clear. Kenny Pickett likes throwing to him. Pickett to Pickens, it just kind of makes sense. 50% rostered. He's, you've got a chance at him if, if he's available. I think he is a priority. We'll kind of scoop over, you know, some of these guys. If anyone drops, you know, some of these these players like Burks or Zay Jones or even Tony's worth a hold at this point just because the Giants don't have any good receivers. Uh, Marvin Jones looked good. Josh Reynolds has looked good in the absence of DJ Chark and Amon Ross St. Brown. 
Uh, but the guy that I think is widely available in a lot of 12-team leagues is going to be Devin Duvernay. Uh, we, we mentioned at the top of the show Rashad Bateman. He's got a mud fit, mud, <laughs> a midfoot injury. Not sure how long that's going to linger uh, or if that's going to you know affect him when he comes back. But Duvernay looked good. They like to run the ball with him. He gets punts. Uh, he gets a lot of receptions. He's kind of a sneaky player. I think he's been almost over double digits in five games. I think he had like a 9.6 or something. So in PPR leagues, Duvernay is an ad. Uh, if you have an IR spot, you can stash Jameson Williams. He's going to be back soon. I thought Rondell Moore looked good the other day. I know DeAndre Hopkins is coming back, so we'll see about that. But uh, Rondell Moore has picked up his play. Nico Collins looked good. Uh, and then on Thursday Night Football, Alec Pierce, he looked really, really good. He was the best offensive weapon for the Colts uh, in that game. So he's kind of a fun add at the end of your bench. And then some veterans, Randall Cobb, Darius Slayton here. So um, some fun pieces here. If you guys can't find anyone on the list, uh, I do like Devin Duvernay and I do like Alec Pierce if uh, if you can't get some of those higher up guys. Uh, moving on to tight ends, I do have a list of the tight ends here that are likely owned. Uh, if Higby, Fryermuth, or Dalton Schultz are out there, they're worth a spot. But Dalton Schultz is banged up. He's got that knee injury, so I should probably add some of the Cowboy tight ends to this list. Uh, but the ones that stick out, I mean, David Njoku, 71% rostered, but he's been balling out the last three games. Hayden Hurst, he's a must-own. Again, we know T. Higgins is banged up a little bit, but Hurst uh, has been playing very well, looking like a really good free agent addition for the Bengals offense. And then how do we not talk about Taysom Hill? If you're playing in ESPN or any other spot where he's tight end eligible, he's a must-add. I mean, it's, it's rare to get a guy that can toss a touchdown and catch a touchdown and run for multiple touchdowns in a game. Taysom Hill is that guy. Uh, first kind of being thorough here, uh, I was disappointed in Tyler Conklin. He lost some snaps to CJ Uzama, so his stock is down. Hunter Henry, uh, his stock went up a little bit. Cole Komet starting to even out, you know, getting about a six to eight point floor. He's interesting. Irv Smith kind of staying around, you know, six to eight point floor as well. I thought Noah Fant looked good. Again, it's weird to say, but Geno Smith and that Seattle Seahawks offense is kind of coming alive here. Robert Tunyon worth a spot. Logan Thomas. Uh, he didn't play week five, but maybe he comes back week six. Uh, I should probably highlight Evan Ingram and put some stars on him because he had a lot of targets the other day. So he's an interesting player as well. Uh, and then I thought Cade Otten, Tampa Bay's rookie tight end, looked pretty good. Uh, and then so did Daniel Ballinger. So tight end's a mess. Hopefully you already got your tight end already now. If you guys do have questions, let me know in the comments and I'll get to them. Um, and then um, I'm going to do something. Like I, I Basically, I just put every defense on here, and this is the percent roster ship on ESPN. And uh, I mean, it's very clear, you know, defense at the top of the list are likely to be owned, but 49ers in absolute smash spot at Atlanta, Tampa Bay at Pittsburgh. Those are probably the top two plays of the week. I do like the Ravens at the Giants. Again, I know the Giants are four and one, but we're still not really super impressed with their offense outside of Saquon Barkley. I'm not sure what to do with the Cowboys or the Eagles. Packers have been disappointing us. Um, Saints versus Cincinnati. That's a tough one. It isn't, it's, it's in new Orleans. So that does intrigue me. Uh, maybe the Jags against the Colts. They've been pretty good lately. Rams versus the Carolina Panthers. That one's probably a pretty good one. I don't know if I trust the Broncos or the chargers in this. Uh, it's kind of, kind of a rough week for defenses. Maybe you go with the commanders or the bears. That should be a low scoring game. Maybe you go with the Patriots. They looked really good last weekend. Uh, it's kind of a struggle situation here. I, I do think there's some, some, some gems here, but again, you're probably playing with a lot of the top owned defenses. So if you guys do have defensive questions, let me know in the comments and, uh, that will complete our week six waiver wire column. So, uh, I will get some more stuff put on there throughout the day tomorrow. Uh, check out the week six, um, start sit charts. I'm going to get those fired up maybe tonight or tomorrow as well. So all that stuff's going to be going in there uh, as well as as soon as this, uh, this game's over, maybe tomorrow morning, I'll get the 2022 fantasy points allowed charts live as well, but that's going to do it for this video. Thank you guys so much for your time. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you soon. Peace. Mm -hmm.